Welcome to the Functional Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Holt. I'm a functional medicine nutritionist with a feisty attitude in over a decade of clinical experience. I work with women all over the world through my online programs, and I'm also the founder of the Functional Nutrition Academy, a 12-month practitioner mentorship where I help other nutrition pros level up with functional medicine methodologies. I've got a bone to pick with diet culture and the conventional healthcare model that are both systematically failing so many of us. Creating a new model is my life's work, and this is what the show's all about. Please keep in mind this podcast is created for educational purposes only and should never be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or treatment. If you like what you hear today, I'd love for you to subscribe, leave a review in iTunes, share with a friend, and keep coming back for more. Thanks for joining me. Now let's dive deep. Hey guys, welcome back. Kyle here. I'm going to be flying solo for this episode. Today we're going to talk all about cannabidiol, otherwise known as CBD. So whether you're familiar with CBD or have never heard of it before, we're going to break down all the information and explain what it is, how it's used, We'll talk about the many different therapeutic properties of CBD. Some are anti-seizure, antioxidant, neuroprotective, anti-inflammatory, analgesic, anti-tumor, anti-psychotic, anti-anxiety, anti-everything. Our guest today is just the person to break down all this information for us. Will Osaroff is the founder of Blue Ridge Hemp, a company in Asheville, North Carolina, that makes CBD-infused natural care products for pain and wellness management. Their products include salves, lotions, roll-ons, sugar scrubs, and bath bombs, all sustainably sourced, cruelty-free, vegan, and non-GMO. Their mission is to help fill the gap in the treatment of chronic pain in this country. Not only does Blue Ridge Hemp make some incredible, incredible products, I use many myself, but if you follow them on social media, you'll also get a healthy dose of positive vibes, daily dunks, gratitude Fridays, self-care Sundays, and you'll hear all about their awesome collaborations they have going on or in the works. So let's get into it. Will, welcome and thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much, man. That was an amazing intro. I just want to have you around like all the time to just be like, (laughs) it's like, you know, just out for drinks with a friend. They're like, oh, hey, who's your friend? And then like, that's where you could come in and just be like, and and yes. just knock it out of the love park it. and everybody's just going to be like, whoa. I can do that. I can, <laughs> I can do all of that. So, um, well, I guess let's start off by, you know, kind of explaining the basics. So yeah. more about CBD itself. Can you yeah. explain what it is, what it isn't, and how it works? Yeah, totally. So um, plain and simple, CBD is a key component of the cannabis plant that accounts for many of the plant's health benefits. Um, It's the second most prominent cannabinoid in the cannabis plant, um, and it produces many effects throughout the body. Um, So just to kind of like go even farther back though. Um, So cannabis, another word for things like what people would maybe refer to as marijuana um, or sometimes even, you know, like weed. Um, Cannabis is the, is the uh, scientific name for the plant. And um, 
you have many different types of cannabis, um, but in cannabis you have many active uh, components. One of the main active components in cannabis are cannabinoids. Um, so you have CBD, which um, like I was saying is the second most prominent cannabinoid. You also have things like THC, which people are a lot more familiar with. Um, that's what causes the high um, that comes from the cannabis plant. Um, so CBD is that key, one of the key cannabinoids, key components in the cannabis plant. Um, it works throughout the body um, and produces different effects working through different um, molecular pathways and it acts on different uh, receptor sites and binds with other non-cannabinoid receptors to exert its effects throughout the body. Wow. So the, the, I think one of the biggest misconceptions about CBD, mainly from people that just aren't familiar with it, is they're worried that they're going to get high from it. Sure. Yeah. So um, like I was saying, that big differentiator is those are different types of cannabinoids. So what gets people high in the cannabis plant is THC and some of the other minor cannabinoids. Um, since CBD is different than a completely different molecule um, than the THC molecule, um, it's going to produce a different effect and doesn't have any uh, psychoactive effects. One of the cool things is CBD actually has a um, antagonist effect to THC, so it's going to lessen the psychoactive effects of THC. Yeah, I've heard um, I've heard that it can kind of like balance balance the two out. Sure. Yeah, a lot of times, and you know, states that do allow for medical and recreational use, um, people are said, you know, if you're maybe a little too high or if you've had too much THC, um, you can use CBD to, like you just said, balance it out. Cool. Awesome. So take me back to the start of Blue Ridge Hemp. What yeah. sparked your passion for CBD and your desire to start this company? Totally. That's a really great question. So um, just like what, you know, a lot of really amazing companies um, that are out there, uh, Blue Ridge Hemp started out of pure necessity and Blue Ridge Hemp started as not a business at all. Um, about three and a half years ago, a loved one of mine uh, was suffering from fibromyalgia. And fibromyalgia is a chronic pain condition. Um, there's not any, there's not too much research about what causes it um, or any specific ways that like it works for everybody to uh, help with the symptoms. And my loved one was suffering from fibromyalgia. And I um, have a lot of background in the cannabis um, well, I wouldn't say a lot of background, but I've had a lot of experience in the cannabis industry um, and knowing that people out in California and Washington and Colorado and places like that were able to use CBD to help with their fibromyalgia symptoms. Um, but living on the East Coast, uh, we didn't have access to that. So we set out to try to find something that was going to help her. And... Um, I started to experiment, I started to do a lot of researching and looking at different ways that CBD was being used to treat chronic pain symptoms um, as well as different ways to access it. And in 2014 uh, is when the United States passed the Farm Bill, and we can get more into legality later, but um, it was all of a sudden you were able to then sell uh, CBD derived from industrial hemp around the country. So we were able to finally have access to CBD and then realizing that you know people were using it 
topically and in a lot of other ways. We started to experiment, tried to find something that would work for her. Uh, finally found something that worked and then tried to give it to other people that had similar conditions. It was working for them and the products line just kept growing from there until it was a business and now That's it is amazing. what it is today. Three and a half years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's been quite some time. We People like to think that or maybe not like to think, but people sometimes think that we kind of just popped out of nowhere because um, we just kind of started blowing up over this past year. But there's been a lot of a lot of hard work and dedication and blood, sweat, and tears that has gone into the process. Yeah, you you got to lay a lot of bricks first before things start oh, to grow. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. that's that's amazing, though. Um, Thank just you. in three and a half years. Yeah. I mean, wow. <laughs> So um, one of my main interests in CBD is obviously its effect on pain. Yeah. So an estimated 100 million Americans suffer from chronic pain with healthcare costs exceeding $500 billion a year, which includes pain care and costs due to lost wages because chronic pain is also the top reason people are on disability in this country. Yep. Can I pause you there and just say yeah. that... So when Blue Ridge Hemp went from making the product for, you know, my family and then for other people and then people started saying, hey, I would pay you for this. Um, that's when I started doing research and really looking at like, you know, looking into um, I was just like doing market research. So I yeah. was like being like, OK, well, if I'm going to start a business around this, how many people out there um, you know, are actually in our target market. Yeah, that's what you do when you do research. Right. So I started looking at, um, you know, how many people are actually out there in chronic pain. And up until that point, I still was under the assumption that chronic pain was a super, super rare thing. Um, yeah. I had never really known anybody in my life personally that had chronic pain, or if they did, I wasn't aware of it. Um, so I thought it was super rare. And then hearing that, that those statistics, which are statistics from 2014, I believe, from the yeah. National Institute of Health from the last uh, like census that went out. That's, yep. that's where you're getting that. I believe um, so. Yeah, because we have the exact same data on our website, too. And hearing that, that literally took me immediately to tears, immediately drew my like pulled my heartstrings. And I was like, holy, are we allowed to, to cuss on this? Do it. <laughs> I was like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I had to make sure um, yeah, yeah. We, didn't, we didn't go over that in the <laughs> housekeeping, um, <laughs> but I was like, holy shit. And that's when it immediately, I realized that it was not only like my calling, but my responsibility. Because yeah. if one third of our country, if one third of the adults in our country, so that's not, let's, let alone children, but if one third of the adults in our country are suffering from chronic pain and there's nothing else out there that can help them and we've found something that have, then it's my responsibility. And I feel it like right now, like, you know, that like feeling that you get in the back of your throat like yeah. every single time I think about it, because like we have to, if we know that there's something out there, whether it's my products, whether it's somebody else's products, but knowing that there is something that's been put here on our planet that can help those people, it's our responsibility to, you know, spread the knowledge about that and yeah. spread awareness. There are so many different layers to this because not only is, are you, you know, you feel this responsibility to you know, see the positive effects that it can have on somebody and you want to share that. But 
I mean, God, it's like every single year we talk about like the debt ceiling and like the, we're bleeding money and like we have all this debt. Well, $500 billion, billion dollars, that's a, a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? So yeah, that's pretty crazy. And along with the increase in people suffering from chronic pain every year is the increase in the use of opioids to in an attempt to manage that pain. So yeah. From the CDC, more than six out of 10 drug overdose deaths involve an opioid. The amount of prescription opioids sold in pharmacies, hospitals, doctor offices have quadrupled since 99 to 2010, despite there not being an overall change in the amount of pain that Americans are reporting. And deaths from prescription opioids like oxycodone, hydrocodone, and methadone have also more than quadrupled since 99. So this epidemic is such a serious one. I think we all know, I would, say, I would be safe to say like at least multiple people who have been impacted by the effects of opioids and, you know, from big cities to small towns all across the country. And common side effects of opioids are sedation, dizziness, nausea, vomiting, constipation, physical dependence, tolerance, respiratory depression. So knowing all these obviously negative side effects of opioids, what are some of the benefits of including CBD products in a treatment plan for pain either along with prescription medications or in place of them? Sure. That's a great question. And I can add one other, um, yeah. you know, really awful side effect that we read about a lot and hear from people a lot about a lot. And it's like, like brings tears, but it's like just loss of like the will to live yeah, because that's absolutely. a lot of times what happens to those people, unfortunately. Um, so we like to always make sure um, to be safe and let people know that um, even though you read about, you hear about, um, and you even see, you know, a lot of times like right there that people are able to use complementary care solutions um, to stop taking their medication, to get off their medication, um, to, to, we always like to make sure to tell people to um, always do that with your doctor and let them know about the things that you're doing um, so that they can work with you um, so that you're not working against what they're doing because it's yeah. never safe to just like completely stop medication. Um, we also like to look at CBD as complementary care. Um, so there's lots of complementary care solutions that people with chronic, chronic pain use. Um, and those are things that are things like not the prescription medication. And opiates are a huge problem. Um, and CBD is a great thing that can help people um, to wean off of the opiates. Um, and we've seen that firsthand. Um, we have, uh, we actually, we, in all of our products, we put, or not all of our products, but on our roll-on products, we put um, different stones in them um, that help to amplify the effects of the products. And the woman that uh, supplies our stones to us, she actually is, um, she is coming off of fentanyl right now. So I believe I talked to her yesterday. I think she's like 20 something days into uh, fentanyl free. And she was able to do that uh, with the help of her doctor um, uh, weaning off by using CBD products, using our wow. products and using other CBD products. Um, if you didn't know, um, or if people don't know out there, uh, fentanyl is, um, 
similar to a lot of people have heard of morphine, um, but it's it's much stronger. I don't know the exact like amount of time stronger, but fentanyl is one of the most uh, one of the strongest opioids out there. And many times, most of the time, when people are put on fentanyl, it's in hospice um, or times like that when you know they're possibly towards the their ending of their lives. Um, but more recently, doctors have uh, been starting to prescribe or prescribe uh, you know fentanyl for um, you know, less reasons where in the past it wouldn't have been uh, prescribed for. So, um, yeah, know, that's crazy. Ab- like we, I work on an ICU and we'll use um, fentanyl to keep someone sedated when they're on a ventilator. So, yeah. I mean, that's just how powerful it is. Yeah. And see, some people are now asked to, to take that every day um, or, you know, every other day or whatever it is. Um, and they're able to, you know, get, um, get off of that thanks to CBD products, not only our products, but, you know, in combination with other types of products as well. Um, so CBD doesn't, um, fentanyl and, and opiates, um, they work to, to dull the pain. That's how a lot of people that take them will, um, will describe what it's doing. Um, the pain they say is still there, um, but it's not as intense, but it also takes away from a lot of the, the, their cognitive ability. One of the things that we hear from people about CBD is that CBD actually um, takes that pain away um, for some time, not just dulls it, um, and gives them the ability to have that pain reduced um, while keeping, you know, full control of their bodies and things like that. Um, so it's, it's, it's never safe to say that you could just like stop doing, taking all your medication, but knowing that there's something out there that can be used to complement it. And also knowing that it's something that's not going to, um, you know, react, uh, in a, if you are having to still take opiates, um, a lot of times you're not able to try other types of complementary care because it's going to react negatively with those. Um, but this is something that can be used together. Um, and that helps a lot of times in the weaning process as well. That's amazing because it's, it's like what you said, it's not just something that is going to, you know, kind of shave off the rough edges and make it so that it's a little bit more bearable. It's, it can potentially make it go away and, and give you back a quality of life that even if your pain is managed with other prescription medications, the side effects of some of those um, medications can have such a huge impact on your quality of life. So it's like you're getting, you're getting some negative side effect no matter where you're at with that. So with CBD, I just feel like it's, it would be great if something like that was, um, you know, started from the beginning, you know, before people got in up to these really, really high doses, you know, they, yep. it, it could be such a great compliment from the very beginning. Yep. So can you talk a little bit about the legality of CBD? We touched on that a little bit earlier, just to make sure everyone is on the same page with where that's at. Yeah, totally. So um, legality of all of this has been like a huge, a huge issue, not a huge issue, but like a a really big thing that we've focused on here at Blue Ridge Hemp. Um, I talked about earlier when I immediately started to feel that 
um, just responsibility to get this out, the next step that I took was going and finding good legal representation because the laws are changing so often um, in this space and um, a lot of it um, over the past couple years, it's actually gotten a whole lot better in the past three years. Three and a half years ago when I was searching for an attorney, it was like, wait, uh, most attorneys were saying what I was trying to do was illegal. Um, finally found one that was able to steer us in the right direction and that's been able to help us out a lot because um, you know it is our responsibility and this is you know what we're doing is providing the products providing um, you know bringing awareness to them and um, if we were to be doing something wrong and be breaking the law um, then we would be doing you know the opposite of what we're trying to do which is as help people um, so back in 2014 um, was when um, the agricultural act was passed also known as the farm bill um, and the farm and part of the farm bill um, was something that gave the states um, the ability to enact hemp pilot programs um, so these hemp pilot programs um, gave the states um, the ability to uh, grow hemp and uh, sell products that were made from hemp um, for research, um, including things like market research. So all of a sudden then CBD was, um, was allowed to be grown and sold. Um, over the past uh, three years, Three years or so, um, many states have enacted these these pilot programs. So each individual state has to enact them, and that's why um, we're able to get things like our CBD from uh, plants grown in Colorado. Where when we first started, we were having to get them from plants grown in um, in Europe. So pretty oh, much, wow. yeah. So so pretty much how it works now is. Um, there's there's different types of cannabis. Um, there's you know uh, recreational marijuana and and medical marijuana and things like that. But then there's also types of cannabis which are considered uh, industrial hemp strains. So industrial hemp strains or cultivars. Um, there's different wording, uh, but industrial hemp cultivars are going to be um, strains that produce less than 0.3 percent THC. So THC was that psychoactive component. Um, industrial hemp strains are not going to have um, that psychoactive effect, um, and they're going to contain less than 0.3% THC. Um, now, industrial hemp strains would have typically in the past been bred for things like fiber and things like food. So when you think of hemp, a lot of times you think of like hemp fabric. Um, that's made from the hemp fibers. Or you think of hemp seed oil, like what you would cook with or uh, you know hold hemp seeds that you would eat. Um, that's made from the hemp seeds. So there's different uh, strains that have been grown that are made to produce those um, the hemp seeds and the fibers, but then there's also strains that are now grown to produce uh, high levels of CBD. Um, so legal CBD has to come from the industrial hemp strain, and then it has to be grown in a state that has enacted one of these hemp pilot programs. Um, so I don't know the exact number off the top of my head of how many states have passed these programs, um, but it's a high number of states that have passed these programs. Um, otherwise, the CBD has to come from uh, industrial hemp strains that were grown in countries that do um, have uh, legally growing industrial hemp. So all over Europe, um, a lot of 
Asian countries. Canada is a huge grower of industrial hemp, and then there's also a lot of industrial hemp grown in South America. So um, all over the world, there, there are places growing it. But as long as, um, not to get, you know, because you can get like really technical, um, but just like on the basis of it, as long as the CBD comes from industrial hemp and as the industrial hemp is grown in a place where it is legal to grow it, um, then the products are legal. Um, we like to say that, you know, CBD and there there's actual federal court cases, um, the industrial hemp's et al. versus uh, drug the DEA, um, that was back in 2001 uh, that that, that uh, was filed. Um, the Industrial Hemp Association actually sued the DEA because they were trying to say that hemp, anything with hemp seed was illegal. And what ended up happening was they, um, the DEA lost the case, the Industrial Hemp Association won the case, and it was um, decided that anything from industrial hemp is an industrial hemp byproduct, um, and those are legal to sell throughout the United States. So CBD coming from the industrial hemp plant is an industrial hemp byproduct and then is able to be legally sold throughout the United States. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank God for that. <laughs> um, so I've been on your website a ton of times. Um, I I really love it. I have the I have a few roll-ons. I I was I think do you still have the um, the bath bombs sold out? So yeah, the bath bombs we do as flash sales. So about once a month we'll do a flash sale where we offer them uh, a select amount of them, and they usually sell out super fast, like <laughs> yeah. sometimes within minutes. So um, yeah. one of these days I'll get one of those. <laughs> I have a tank top. Like I am I am a fan, um, but one of the other biggest things that I love about your website is um, the research page. Yeah. So you give this long list of conditions, including acne, anxiety, epilepsy, arthritis, Alzheimer's, cancer pain, Crohn's and colitis, fibromyalgia, IBS, migraines, inflammation and stress. Like this is just to name a few. And you list some of the research that's available for each of them. And what I appreciate most about this is the total transparency that Blue Ridge Hemp offers, what, which is really what we need around CBD, right? We need to show everyone that there's nothing to hide. Here's what we know. Here's how this can help. And here are the studies available to support its use. Yep. So for someone who's never used CBD products before, what's a good place to start in terms of dosage? And if the dosage is the same, does it matter if you're using a lotion or a bath bomb or a roll-on? That's a great question. So um, we get asked this question a lot, and it's a tricky one to answer because people are using CBD for so many different reasons. Yeah. Um, it, you might be using CBD for you know really intense chronic pain, or you might be using CBD for things like I use it for, like falling off of my skateboard and bumming up my knee real bad. Um, <laughs> or you might be using it to promote restful sleep at night. Um, so there's a lot of different reasons why people are going to use it. So the dosage starts to become um, an, sort of an open-ended answer um, that we tell people it really depends on what works best for you um, because you know you know how you feel and you know what's going to you know work in your body. Um, so we recommend for people with our products in particular and with other CBD products to experiment and find out what is best for you. Uh, one of the really great things about CBD is that you have to use um, 
you would have to use so much that you wouldn't even like physically be able to ingest that much for it to be uh, too much for your body. So um, you can feel safe knowing that, for instance, any of our products, if you were to somehow get the entire bottle of lotion on you at one point, um, <laughs> there's not too much CBD in there. So you'll be you'll be totally fine. Um, it might be expensive, um, yeah. but. But, but your skin would be so soft. Yeah, exactly. You might be really soft, um, <laughs> but you're not going to be, you're not going to, nothing, you know, you're not going to have negative side effects. Um, so on the dosage side of things, um, we really say to experiment, find out what works best for you. Um, and one of the really neat things that we're able to do is um, if you've ever watched or consumed any of our content, you know how often that I ask for feedback. Uh, feedback is the only reason why we know that any of our products do anything. We can't make any claims about our products. I can't say that they help for sure. Um, I didn't even know if they worked when I first made them until I you know, spread them out to hundreds of people and eventually thousands of people that were able to report that feedback. Um, and um, with what we're able to do right now is collect that feedback. So when people try our products and they let us know, hey, this is the dosage that I'm using right now, this is what's working best for, for me, we're able to um, start taking in that feedback. And over the next couple of years, we'll be able to um, continue to evaluate that and then hopefully be able to have better answers for people um, based on specific conditions, uh, based on you know which products that they're using, uh, based on you know what you're using it for your health, you know, your, your body type and all those types of things. Um, so because we're so, you know, early in this, you know, this whole movement, um, the data is still coming in and we're working on the best ways to collect it, um, you know, evaluate that data and then be able to give it back to you guys in the best way. I feel like it makes it even more exciting. It you does. Know? Oh yeah. You're like really trailblazing here <laughs> i mean it's like i'm a scientist it's like you're kidding. a scientist no but for real though like um just to like give a little bit of like personal background on me um and this to some people is just going to discredit everything that i've said so far um <laughs> but i'm a high school dropout so i um you know, I didn't like go to school for any of this or learn any of this, but like I can go back to like sixth grade and be like, okay, so in sixth grade or fifth grade or whenever it was, I learned about the scientific method. And like, it's like, you know, this step, this step, this step, this step. And like, that's all you have to do is just yeah. like, you know, hypothesis, just, you know, try it out, you know, yeah. see what happens. Like, um, so yeah, it's really fun. It's really, it's really interesting. And, um, if anything, like I hope that if, if somebody hears that, that that can inspire them to know that maybe they don't know anything about this, but they have the desire to make a difference, a positive difference in the world, um, that there is a place for them in this industry. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so new and yeah, it is a billion dollar industry already. Um, but there's plenty of room, uh, for people to come in and make their positive impact. So you don't have to be super well educated. You don't have to be, um, you know, an expert in the field. People love to tell me that I'm a CBD expert. I got brought in, uh, for, by the state of North Carolina at one point when we were putting together our hemp pilot program as a CBD expert. And I got in front of the room and I told them, Hey guys, like, thanks so much. Like I feel feel really great but like I'm just learning like you guys are so like let's do this together that's awesome yeah um, I mean you don't need to have a degree to be passionate about no, something no not at all um, what was the second part of your question though you talked you asked dosage and then you had it you had a second part oh to your yeah question. like does it matter if it's um how you're 
how you're administering it, whether yeah. it's a lotion or, or a roll-on or something. Yeah, so that's a really great great question. I'm going to broaden it a little bit more to say like the, all the different types of ways to administer CBD. So um, going back to when we first started and I was first looking for a solution on how I could help um, you know, a loved one of mine with fibromyalgia, and we were like, okay, we're going to try making some CBD stuff. Um, I started to do research to look at the best ways to administer CBD. And there's, there's studies out there that do, um, that, uh, study the bioavailability of CBD, um, compared to the different ways that people are administering it. And bioavailability basically means just how much of, um, is actually available in your system and actually gets into your bloodstream. So studies um, out there show that topically applying CBD is actually one of the most effective ways to get CBD into your system um, uh, as opposed to ingesting it um, or using it sublingually um, or uh, inhaling it like a vaporizer or combusting it and smoking it. Um, so when you use CBD topically, the only breakdown that you have is the breakdown in the layers of the skin, and then it gets directly into the bloodstream right through the skin. When you ingest CBD, it's getting broken down in the digestive system as well as the liver and then getting into the bloodstream. And when you use sub CBD sublingually, you're also having a small amount of uh, breakdown in the digestive system from the digestive enzymes that are uh, present in the mouth but then you're also having that breakdown in the liver and then mm. when you um, when you inhale CBD you are taking it in through the uh, cannabinoid receptor sites that are present in the lungs but there's not a heavy uh, uh, concentration of those receptor sites as opposed to places like on your skin and other parts in the body. Um, so you're getting less. So topically applying CBD, when you're talking about just, um, you know, regular CBD that hasn't been modified or anything like that, um, is the most effective way of getting it into your bloodstream. And then to answer your question more of whether to use it then in like a roll-on or a lotion or a bath bomb or things like that, that's when you get into more of what you're taking the CBD and combining it with. Um, so with all of our products, we take CBD, 99% uh, pure CBD derived from the industrial hemp plant. Um, it's actually a crystalline form, so it's like a, a powder um, that we then take and infuse into all of our products. So we're taking CBD and combining it with other botanicals that it's going to work alongside to produce targeted effects. So that's where it becomes different of using a lotion or a roll-on or a bath bomb. So, for instance, our, um, our lotion is going to be a blend of um, things like calendula, chamomile, um, and other uh, oils with CBD. Um, our roll-ons are going to have a high concentration of essential oils, which are active ingredients, um, and a carrier oil along with CBD. Or then you have things like our bath bombs where you're taking things like Epsom salt and, um, you know, essential oils and other botanicals um, and combining them so they're all going to have these different targeted effects that was such a good explanation nice I was like yeah. I was like I hope that made sense no I'm so <laughs> glad that you took it like steps further that was that was great so and it, it, it perfectly leads into my next question so like any product out there quality can definitely differ so sure what are some 
what do we look for in terms of ingredients in CBD products? Like, is there anything that we look for to be able to tell that it's a quality product versus something that we might want to stay away from? Yeah, sure. There's a couple of like, um, like key indicators of, of whether or not a product is, is, um, is quality. Um, and I can't like speak for every product out there because I'm sure there's going to be some that have all, you know, everything looks legit right. and it's not. Um, but one of the things that, that we bring to people's attention a lot is that the word, um, or the phrase CBD oil is actually just a marketing term. Um, so CBD itself is a structure, uh, you know, and, um, you know, it's its own component. Um, when you hear the word CBD oil, what that typically means is an extract of the industrial hemp plant that has a concentration of CBD in it. Um, so, and notice I said A, not a high yeah. concentration. So yeah. um, a lot of times, and what we started to notice a lot when CBD first became available out on the market, is you have things that are marketed as CBD oil, um, but it's an extract of the hemp plant that has CBD in it, but maybe it's like 5 to 25% actual CBD content. The rest of that extract is fats and waxes and lipids and terpenes and you know other things that aren't you know, bad, um, but they're not CBD. They're not that component that we've been talking about this entire episode. Um, and a lot of times products will be, uh, labeled as let's say a hundred milligrams CBD oil. And that's what it says on the front of the bottle. Um, and then it, you look at the bottle and it doesn't say anywhere, you know, made with 99% pure CBD isolate or anything like that. It just says made with 100 milligram CBD oil. Well, right there, you don't know then what percentage of CBD was actually in that oil. Um, so you might be getting 5 milligrams of actual CBD if it was 5%. You might be getting... 25% or 25 milligrams of actual CBD because it was 25% or you might be getting, you know, 85% because it was, or 85 milligrams because it was 85%. Um, so one of the things that you really want to look at is looking for that percentage of actual CBD content. Um, and then, um, so that's like, that's a big one. And then um, also looking at where that CBD came from. So Typically, CBD that comes from domestic sources like Colorado or um, North Carolina. Um, we actually just started growing hemp. This 2017 was the first year. Um, but those CBDs, uh, those type of CBD are typically going to be a higher quality than something that's from China um, that was you know, produced from a strain that wasn't grown for CBD content. Um, European CBD is a lot of times better quality, um, but a lot of times you don't want to uh, buy things that are sourced from China um, or from other Asian countries. Um, and then also, and this becomes one that you kind of just have to do a little bit of more homework about, but like look into like who the brand is and who the business is. So yeah. there's a lot of really really awesome CBD companies out there. Um, ours is one of them in, in my opinion, um, but there's also a lot of really great ones out there. And one of the things that a lot of us have in common is that we're like 
you actually can see that there's real people that work for them and there's like a phone number to call and like a you know an email that you can reach people at and then like when you do reach out you actually get a response yeah. um that's something that i think like in any like buying things online or just like shopping in general that to look into um but that's something that's really important companies like us that are super transparent like you go on any social media platform and you can see us all day every day you can see the people that work for us you can see like you know where we make the product how they're made our processes everything um just like that sense of um of transparency is something that i always look uh, for and recommend people to look for in cbd companies because they're definitely out there um, but there's also a lot of the shady ones too yeah that's it's such a great point i mean that's i think transparency is huge because you don't want somebody that's just you know producing a product you want someone that is really passionate about it that can speak to it that isn't hiding behind anything that you can easily contact everything that you said i mean that's that's what you want so i think that's great um I want to talk about terpenes. Yeah. So your website explains that terpenes are a large and diverse class of organic molecules in the cannabis plant, and they're actually in a ton of other plants too. Yep. The terpenes make up the aromas and the flavors produced by the essential oils in the plants. Each terpene has different effects on the body, like the ones that I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, anti-inflammatory, analgesic, anti-anxiety, antibacterial, antidepressant. There are even terpenes that can help with acid reflux. So can you explain how these terpenes all work together to provide therapeutic benefits? Sure, I can try. Um, <laughs> so terpenes, like you said, are um, they're found in cannabis, and they're also found in uh, in all other plants. Um, they're what provide you know that that aroma and the taste, um, and they also uh, induce distinct effects between different types. So if you think of like um, the cannabis plant, if you're familiar with it at all, um, and you think of like when people look at can uh, sativas or indicas or you know this one makes me tired or this one kind of gives me uplifting effects. What you're looking at is you're looking at the cannabinoid profile. Um, so you're looking at how much CBD is in there, how much THC is in there, CBN, CBG, all the other cannabinoids um, to have make the that different type of cannabis have that distinct effect. Um, but one of the things that is, that you're really looking for as well um, is the terpene profile. So different terpenes combined together um, are gonna produce these profiles which then are gonna have um, these distinct effects. So in cannabis, um, over time, over you know decades, people have started to realize that this certain type of cannabis really makes me sleepy or this really type really uh, makes me alert. And um, and tell me if this is just like not answering your question. No, it totally um, is. But um, so when you then um, look at, okay, so cannabis has the cannabinoids, it has the terpenes, and they're working together uh, in that one plant to produce that distinct effect. Um, and it's a greater effect than if I was to use any of those one components alone. Um, mm. That's something that in the cannabis industry is called the entourage effect. Um, so when you look at the entourage effect, you know that you have the cannabinoids and the terpenes. Um, but then what I was talking about a little earlier um, is that 
Um, in our products, we use something called CBD isolate. So we're just taking the CBD, we're isolating it away from everything else in the plant, including the terpenes, and it's left in its purest form. Um, or you have companies that make their products with things like um, you know CBD extracts or CBD oil that have a certain amount of cannabinoids in them and then also have maybe a small amount of terpenes in them. Um, but knowing that in the cannabis plant you have the terpenes that play just as much of an important role in the cannabinoids, we would then, you know, from just like uh, common sense, be like, okay, well, if I just took it all apart, then I need to put it all back together in order to get that same, you know, greater effect um, than using them alone. Um, so knowing that we can only get um, high concentrations of, you know, the CBD from the, from the industrial hemp plant and knowing that we can't get the terpenes, the terpenes from the industrial hemp plants, you look to other plants and other sources of terpenes. So essential oils are something that um, over centuries have been used um, for different health reasons. And over the past couple of decades have become more and more uh, prevalent in, you know, Western culture, um, in our culture. And one of the most um, uh, prominent uh, parts of the uh, um, essential oils that enact their effects and induce their effects is the terpenes. So in essential oils, you have a super high concentration of terpenes, much higher than you would ever be able to find um, in even just cannabis alone um, or in an extract of the cannabis plant. So then we take different terpenes um, that we know are going to help with different things like um, limonene, for example, which is found in citrus, um, something treats acid reflux, like you said, um, is known to be anti-anxiety, is known to be an antidepressant. You have things like myrcene, which is found in hops. Um, it's also, it's known to um, contribute to the uh, sedative effects, um, to be a sleep aid, to be a muscle relaxant. So we take these different essential oils that are concentrated in these different terpenes, and we're able to combine them back with the cannabinoids to recreate this entourage effect and recreate that greater effect than if using those components alone. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> Did that answer your question? It, it, that and then some. Okay, it's, sweet. It's just so cool. And I mean, working in healthcare, I just think of all of these different, you know, complaints that somebody can have and the fact that you can just kind of like isolate these terpenes that can specifically help with that complaint is just so cool yeah. um do you personally have a favorite blue ridge hemp product i do i have an all-time favorite which is our common relax blend um, the common relax blend, it takes, um, the, all of our essential oil blends are a grapeseed oil base, and then they have dry plant materials, um, as well as essential oils and CBD. So the common relax blend is grapeseed oil base with lavender flowers and valerian root, um, and then tangerine, orange, lang lang, patchouli, and blue tansy, um, and it, it's my all-time favorite. I personally use it for things like anxiety and for promoting restful sleep. Um, and it's been my absolute favorite. I actually still have one of like the very first labeled products um, that's the Common Relax that sits on my coffee table as, oh, like, a, awesome. as like a trophy. 
Yeah. Yeah. As a reminder, like this is, this is how far we've come. That's so cool. Um, can you talk about some of the collaborations you have going on right now? I love, love, love <laughs> Goddess Ghee. Yes. I've mentioned this on the podcast, I think a few times now, and it's a locally made grass fed ghee company that is just so good. Yes. So tell me about that collaboration and any other ones that you want to share. Yeah. So um, CBD can be used in a variety of different ways. We make topical products. Um, we don't have a um, uh, a space where we can actually make ingestible products, um, but the market has asked for them ever since like the day I started the company. It's yeah. like, do you have tinctures? And I'm like, no, we have topicals. They um, are known to work better. But it... Um, but what we decided, um, I guess it was probably a little like mid last year, was to start collaborating with other companies. Uh, so the first collaboration that we did was a collaboration with a tea, uh, a tea house here in town called Dobra Tea. And for a little while, we were doing CBD maca runes. So it was uh, uh, maca and cacao, uh, like coconut maca runes. I've eaten and them. They were, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so they're amazing. They, we were doing CBD with them for a while until um, they had to pull it because they were getting asked so many questions about the CBD that it was like causing five to ten minutes of like conversation <laughs> every single time somebody was ordering it, and it was just like, yeah, like that's just not gonna not gonna work out. So. Um, the next collaboration that we started, um, and it's still going on to this day, and it's actually going really strong, um, and I don't talk about it as much as I should because we can't ship the product. Um, we only sell it locally, but it's a uh, company in town called Silver Moon Chocolates, and Silver Moon yeah. Chocolates makes something called a medicine ball, and the medicine balls are um, a raw cacao um, superfood blend with, like, 30 or 40 other ingredients. They're absolutely amazing. So good. Um, and they started, yeah, they started making a green label version um, that they take our CBD, they combine it with all the other ingredients and they supply those um, at all of their shows. The, the people that own the company also have a band uh, called iStar. Um, you, so you guys can check them out if you're ever in Asheville and they also tour around the country um, and sell their chocolate at their shows. Um, they're also in a lot of grocery stores and co-ops and things like that around town. Um, so we have that local collaboration and um, we have a collaboration that's going on right now. I'm leading, leading the ghee for last because I'm the okay, most excited good. about it. Uh, we have a, a local collaboration that's in the works right now with the Asheville Bee Charmer, which is uh, a honey store here in town where they actually uh, raise all of the bees here in town, uh, source the honey from the bees that they raise, um, and we are are working on some CBD honey with them um, that we're really excited about. Oh. And then um, that leads us lastly to the uh, Goddess Ghee collaboration. So um, if anybody is not familiar, ghee is, um, is butter oil. So you take butter and it's done in a Ayurvedic traditional method of removing the uh, solids. So removing uh, the lactose and the Cassine is that the, the casein, casein um, from thank you uh, <laughs> from the uh, from the butter oil and you're left with pure butter oil um, that also contains a lot of the minerals and the vitamins and things like that um, that are left in it 
and we take that um, and combine it with our CBD um, in three different flavors. So right now there's the traditional CBD ghee, which is just the butter oil with the CBD added. Um, there is a dark chocolate CBD ghee, which is my absolute favorite. So good. Um, and then there's a golden spice CBD ghee, which is actually creeping up to be um, maybe a favorite over the chocolate because I was recently introduced to like the perfect recipe uh, to making golden milk with the golden spice oh ghee. And um, I'm like, yeah, I need that every day now. Wow. So um, those are amazing. They are going to be available soon. We haven't released them out uh, yet. If you follow any of our content, you know that I like to build up hype. Um, so we've been building up the hype on those. We're um, there. We're there, Will. <laughs> I know, right? It's coming soon. We're, actually, we're, also, we're also working on making sure that we have the... Um, it's also like I, I, I pretend that it's just the hype, but it's also like making sure that the uh, production flow is going to be on point because I know that as soon as they're available that oh, they're just going to sell insane. like crazy. So I want to make sure we have uh, plenty of it and we have the production schedules all ready and all that kind of not as yeah. pretty stuff as the hype part. Um, but yeah, so we're going to start releasing those soon. They're going to be available in eight ounce jars that will contain 250 milligrams of CBD, which comes out to approximately 15 milligrams per tablespoon, which is what we feel like is a healthy dose. So that goes back a little bit to dosing. We have looked at that as a, as a healthy dose um, for you know 15 milligrams. Um, and the same thing, a tablespoon being about the uh, how much you know ghee that you would use of each type of these ghee um, and we're going to be releasing it and we're going to have it available um, the price point is going to be 55 dollars uh, we'll have it on our website goddess ghee will also have it on her website um, and we will be uh, we'll have it available to our retail partners uh, all over the country as well that's awesome i mean yeah. eight ounces is a, that's a oh yeah it lasts a, that's while. a lot yeah it lasts a while it's um let me do the math because i can't remember exactly how many doses it is but it's uh 250 <laughs> divided by 15 this yeah, will be so out like, bef before yes. christmas right the yes the cbd ghee will be out before christmas okay so we're talking about uh, if you're local in Asheville, this is your christmas present all <laughs> of the stuff that he just mentioned you will give someone like the chillest gift possible so and when is this episode air uh, oh, that's a good question. I want to say in, in maybe two or three weeks. Okay, cool. Well then I yeah, won't, I won't. So it'll be good. So they've already, they've already all stocked up on Black Friday and Cyber Monday with our 50% off sales going on. There you go. That will have already <laughs> happened. Um, so you run a very busy and successful business and talk a lot about self-care on yes. social media. So yes. what's your favorite way of practicing self-care? Doing me all day long, regardless of what anybody else has to say. Yeah. I all hear that. day long. I do what I love. I don't always get to do what I want, but I'm doing what I love. And I don't let other people's opinions or other people's, um, you know, 
whatever they have to say affect what I'm going to do. Um, so much of self-care is just listening to yourself, um, listening to your body, uh, listening to you know that voice inside of you that's telling you to say yes or say no. Um, and I feel like I have, over this past year, um, really put a focus into doing that. Um, and you know that leads to just like all aspects aspects of self-care whether we're talking about you know taking care of ourselves like you know physically and eating well and exercising and all those things it's like you have to do it the way that you love to do it like yeah. I can go on a diet and stop eating sugar for a whole year I eat a lot of sugar now but I did that and that was because I knew that I wanted to do that I made the choice and it was going to be right for me um, I also know that you know I don't like to necessarily go and run on a treadmill but I like to hop in the pool and swim laps so yeah. I'm going to do that instead um, you know it goes to you know just all aspects of self-care but yeah I would say my number one way of practicing self-care is listening to myself and practicing self-care the way that I want to do it not how others are telling me, not how society is telling me, um, not how, you know, my mom is telling me, my best friend is telling me how I want to do it. That's great. Yeah. Drown out all the noise and just be true to yourself. hundred percent. So last, but definitely not least, can you talk about your affiliate program? Like what is that all about for yeah. any listeners that want to get involved with your company? So the affiliate program is awesome. Um, I don't know if I've ever like really talked I don't really talk much about the affiliate program but the affiliate program is like a huge reason why we are what we are today because uh back in last year into last year when we were trying to figure out we were like all right 2017 is going to be our year what are we going to do we were like oh we could start something called an affiliate program and then I was like oh well how are we going to find affiliates and I was like oh well I'll start posting on Instagram a lot more and I'll start DMing people and seeing if they want to be affiliates and it kind of grew from there um, and now we have over a thousand people um, and I remember being looking back at our affiliate program being like okay if we can just get a hundred people then we'll wow. be set um, and now we have over a thousand people so our affiliate program is a great uh, program that we've set up that gives um, our customers uh, and anybody else even if you aren't a customer of ours uh, the opportunity to promote our products and get something in exchange. Um, so people are able to have a uh, personalized link to our website as well as a personalized discount code to our site. That discount code gives a discount to the customer, um, but then also when people use that code or visit your link, um, it gives a credit to uh, the affiliate. Um, those credits can be used for uh, for store credit, um, and they can also be paid out um, directly to the affiliates. Um, most people use them um, as a way to be able to use uh, use the products for free. Um, so we have lots and lots of people that are able to, you know, throw up the the link or throw up the the discount code on their social media or share it with their friends, and then they're able to pay for um, through that the product that they're that they need every month to be able to find relief. So so it's been That's an amazing awesome. program. It's been a great way for our community to give back to us, um, to give back to their friends and family because they're able to give their friends and family a discount um, and a great way um, for us to give back to them um, by be being able to give them that store credit um, or actually directly paying people. 
Yeah, it sounds like a win-win. Totally. So thank you so much for being on the podcast and dropping some major CBD knowledge on us today. We really appreciate it. I thank you guys. This was awesome. Yeah, good, 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 good. So don't forget to check out the show notes for links to the companies that we mentioned and definitely go check out Blue Ridge Hemp's website. And thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Functional Nutrition Podcast. If you'd like to submit a question to the show, fill out the contact form at erinholthealth.com. If you got something from today's show, don't forget, subscribe, leave a review, share with a friend, and keep coming back for more. Take care of you.